Welcome to the Women Becoming Whole podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Jacinto, founder of Women Becoming Whole, biblical counselor, and registered naturopathic health practitioner. On this podcast, you'll find resources on biblical counseling, holistic wellness, and my personal experiences of dealing with chronic illness. Thanks for tuning in. So today I titled this segment, So Many Issues, So Little Time, because I found in my own life and the women I counsel, the main thing that people come into counseling for is the fact that they are overwhelmed and don't know how to navigate through their life or have made poor decisions in terms of ways that they've tried to navigate through their life. And I found that in my own life as well. And so one of the things I want to talk about is about the motives that we have for how we make decisions. Because oftentimes we make the worst decisions when we're under stress. And most of that is based on our motive. Is our motive based on our fears? Is it based on the idols that we have? What is it based on? And so I thought today we'd talk a little bit about the different types of motives we can have and then really what our end goal as Christians should be with our motivation and how that can really help us make better decisions but ultimately lead to peace and rest in Christ even in the midst of continuing with stress. And a resource I use when talking about motivations is from Edward Welch. And he has a little booklet called Motives, Why I Do the Things I Do. And he actually has a list that he compiled of different things that we might be motivated from, which generally people in Christian realms might talk about in terms of idols. Idols are whatever we find that we think we're gonna get satisfaction in or we're gonna have security in. And so the list that he uses in terms of motivation are pleasure, power, love and intimacy, comfort, meaning, control, freedom and autonomy, peace, happiness, significance or reputation, respect and admiration, and success. And a good starting point to ask yourself when you have all these different things going on and you feel like you're having to spot treat navigating through the different issues you have, really asking yourself, what is it that I want? Because as Christians, we always know the Christian answer and it's easy to say, well, I know that I want a closer relationship with the Lord, but if what you're saying you want and how you're acting are two different things, then probably in your mind, you're actually wanting something else. And it's better for us to be honest than to try to just give the church answer and tell people that, oh, I'm trying to grow in my understanding of the Lord, but really what we're wanting is to find pleasure and satisfaction in other people. And so those two things aren't gonna correlate and your life is going to show in how you're acting upon what you really believe. So if you really believe with this list that you can get love and intimacy ultimately outside of Christ, you can have comfort outside of Christ, meaning, control, the list goes on. If you really believe that ultimate comfort or ultimate pleasure or ultimate power comes from something you can attain that doesn't have the Lord attached to it, then it's going to turn into an idol because that is something that isn't going to honor and glorify the Lord. All of these things, obviously having love and intimacy, I have a husband, those things are blessings from the Lord, but that's not what ultimately fulfills me in terms of feeling loved because I know that I'm loved and known by my creator who's forgiven me even though I don't deserve it. 
And because of that, I'm able to love in a way where I don't need people, but I want to love people. And so as you're navigating through all of the situations and issues you have going on and recognizing that your heart can easily be swayed and turning to idols, things that are just temporary fulfillment and they're not going to be ultimate fulfillment, you can ask yourself, what is motivating me to do this? Is it one of these things um, on the list that I mentioned? Am I wanting happiness over peace in Christ? Because happiness can be more of a temporary thing, but peace in Christ comes no matter the circumstance. That's why scripture is so important. And with that, um, one of the scriptures that I think is really helpful when we're talking about all the issues we have and the time that we don't feel like we have to deal with them, this scripture gives us what we need in order to figure out that problem that we have in our mind. And it comes from Proverbs 4.23. And it says, keep your heart with all diligence for from it flows the springs of life. What it's saying is if we are allowing our hearts to be saturated in the word to find truth and knowledge and understanding and wisdom and all of those things in the word, then our hearts are going to be changed and transformed and we should be praying, we should be trusting that the Lord can heal us, and we should desire healing. But if it doesn't come, we know that we can still be secure and have peace in the midst of our circumstances. And so if you today are feeling like you have 20 different issues going on and you don't know where to start, the main thing that we want is unity with the Lord. And so if we're trying to grow in relationship with the Lord, and trusting that he is ultimate, that is going to help with all of the different issues you have going on. With chronic illness, if you're trusting that the Lord, no matter what circumstance, is going to bring you peace, you don't have to rely on getting better in order to have peace. You can have peace now. I work on having peace now every day because every day I might feel different. And I still pray that the Lord will take away uh, my autoimmune disease and take away the issues I have going on but I ultimately don't get brought down where I have no hope because I know that my ultimate satisfaction isn't in getting better. My ultimate satisfaction is in the Lord. And I know ultimately when I go to heaven that I will be better. And so right now it's just temporary. And so recognizing not only our motivations behind why we do things, but being discerning of what it is that you're actually trying to achieve. What is the goal as a Christian that you're trying to achieve and working from there? Because if you don't have a ultimate goal of serving the Lord and loving him and growing closer to him, then everything else in your life is probably going to be more centered on your desires and your wants or how you can please other people instead of pleasing the Lord. And that first comes in our heart. And so that heart check activity that I had talked about last week could be really helpful for you in this as well to figure out really where my heart's at, what my fears are, and then what might be an idol that comes from that. And something that can help you during this time if you're feeling overwhelmed, obviously this is just a short snippet to try to get you back on track of recognizing that there's a lot going on, but it doesn't have to be as complicated as we're making it. We don't need to spot treat all of these things. If we're growing in our relationship with the Lord, then the peace and security and all of those things will work themselves out no matter our circumstances. And a good place to start be all the things that you're thinking and feeling and struggling through that your thought life can be just the same as your prayer life. So if you are lacking in your prayer life, 
but your thought life is really busy and hectic and you're thinking all these things in your mind all the time, it might be helpful for you to slow down and journal some of the negative thoughts or the fears that you have and writing those thoughts down and then being able to really take those to the Lord because if not, we're separating our relationship with the Lord with where we actually are at. So if your thought life is really, really active, but your prayer life is pretty non-existent, then that means that you're not allowing God to participate in your thoughts. And if we're needing to renew our minds, if we're needing to grow our heart's understanding of growing closer to the Lord, and we're not allowing the Lord to participate in that, then we're missing the point of having the Lord be at work in us. And so the things that we talked about today that can help you when you have all these things going on is checking in with what your motivation is. Is there some idol that you're using to temporarily fix things? Or are you eternally trying to work on your relationship with the Lord to actually bring you eternal peace and eternal security in the midst of your circumstances? And the last one we just talked about is your thought life and your prayer life. Are you bringing God into your thoughts? Are you allowing him to participate and help you navigate and discern through your thoughts and make sure that those thoughts are actually based on truth and not based on just your own perception or your own thinking? So if you have more questions on that, I'd love to talk to you more about that. I try to share a lot in a short amount of time. So I understand if you're still struggling to figure out how to really practically apply that to your life. So if you're needing more help and practically applying what I shared with you today or wanting more scriptures or resources, feel free to reach out to me. Thank you.